When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband, Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer-wife, Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... The Froth. Yesterday's non-news today. This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. Our special guest is Barry Catagnola, who joined us remotely. There is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Terrified woman returns home to find mutant potatoes have taken over her flat. Woman catches delivery drivers slagging off her hairless cat. Rod catches Sean lying about her cat being hairless. (laughs) Mortified mum left in stitches at daughter's potty mouth. Monkey correspondents Barry's mum and Ian are back in Apes of Froth with an update on their emotional post-lockdown visit to Monkey World. And those are the headlines. What we need today, uh, Barry, is the last episode of the series, last episode of series three. That means this is episode 36 uh, of The Froth before we have a little break. We need an update from Barry's mum, Viv and Ian, and the Apes of Froth feature, our monkey correspondents. The last we spoke to them, if you remember, uh, which I do, vividly, no pun intended on your mother's lip. Uh, we were talking to them. It must have been before April the 12th because we were looking forward to lockdown restrictions easing and that date in everybody's head of April the 12th. Some people were looking forward to pubs reopening outdoors. Some people were looking forward to this, that and the other. Your mum and Ian were looking forward to going down, possibly even going down the night before. Well, he's talking about breaking the law, actually, if you remember. Talking about <laughs> breaking the law and not waiting till the 12th of April for Monkey World to, to open. To go to Monkey they, World. They, they were going to go didn't break the, the night the before. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't break, they didn't the, break, the, law break the law in the end. But, but mainly because uh, my mum was uh, offered a, um, a second vaccination. <laughs> they weren't sure what oh. to do. 
That's right, you did mention it. Exactly. I remember you said at the time that it was quite a dilemma. It was a dilemma, and I'm not just saying that so uh, to, get to, to, uh, to, to get them out of trouble. <laughs> they, 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 didn't, they genuinely didn't. didn't. Go down in the end, yeah. What a but choice. They, Immunity in a world pandemic or <laughs> Monkey World again. Yeah. Well, not even that. It's not even that. You can go to Monkey World tomorrow. <laughs> Which is what they did. <laughs> immunity, they went the day after. <laughs> you know, immu- immunity from a global pandemic. And I'll go to Monkey World tomorrow or <laughs> take my chances and go tonight. Monkey World tonight, no immunity. <laughs> they, were, they were treating it like the uh, the sales at Selfridges, the Boxing Day sales, weren't they? <laughs> yes. All right, well, I think it's time to put people out of their misery and find out what happened if and when Barry's mum and Ian Got to go to Monkey World. <laughs> Apes of Froth. Hello. 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 Here we are. Hang on. I'm just going to turn Hang the on. volume up. Just a Hello. Look at that. Hiya, Viv. Hiya. Just bear with us a second. Yeah, we're bearing with you. Don't this worry. Technology. We are just... While you get the technology, while you get the technology <laughs> sorted, I will describe what we can see. We can see you're obviously... Obviously, you're out of lockdown. You've gone down to the flat in Bournemouth where I can see most <laughs> of the monkeys have clearly oh, spent Yay! lockdown. Can you Look see the at that. How many are there? I don't think we've ever seen you in the whole collection. So Look at that. They're on top of, they're on top of like a, is, what's oh, that? A big display cabinet. They're also, there's uh, quite a few in some uh, Severe fold. overcrowding in... <laughs> <laughs> we've got about, um, I think it's about 130 odd here. 130, 130 monkeys, monkeys in, the, in our frame right now. We're looking at Ian and Viv and 130. There's two, there's two of those fold away camping chairs that you get in the service. That you take to they uh, have festivals. They've got roughly 30 monkeys in each one. <laughs> severely overcrowded. Yes. There are monkeys in the drinks holders, spilling out. <laughs> and then there's uh, shelves and display cabinets behind with monkeys crammed up to the ceiling, some of them. Packed to the see, rafters. Some of them packed uh, to the rafters. And also, Mum and Ian are, are sat in between the first row of monkeys on said picnic chairs and the display of monkeys on top of the Barry, sideboard at the end. Can we, can we take a photograph? Can we take a screenshot? <laughs> we need a photograph it's, of that. It's like a, a lovely school picture, you know, like carnage, where there's 800 kids all like, looking, <laughs> looking the same that way. It's amazing. Now, if you wouldn't mind, you two, if you could just uh, take us through all their names. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my, oh my God. Starting here. On, on yeah. <laughs> this is Sam. He used to be farming Sam, but he's yeah. now Taylor Sam because he's in a sailor's outfit. Right. I, think, right. I think with 130 to get through, just the names will be fine, yeah. Hi, <laughs> Sam. Don't worry about their backstory. No. This is Princess, or she's actually... Um, um, her real name is um, Vicky, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we Ian, like Vicky. Ian, as much as I told you to hurry through it with a hundred... Uh, yeah, just, oh, you say her real name. name. Okay, well, we go, we go very quickly. Holly's got her little babies. I don't know if you can yeah. see her little babies. And a little oh. Yeah. It's right in the middle of yeah. her babies. Well, there. we don't know where they came from. Oh, we but... <laughs> well, one day I'll tell you if you're well behaved, Viv. <laughs> this is Harry. Harry's next. He's the one with the golf clubs. You can see his golf clubs there. Yes. Uh, Susie. Yeah. Susie. Yeah. Well, I'm going as quick as I can. There's <laughs> <laughs> Mary. I've got William here. Yeah. Moving along, we've got, uh, we've got uh, Morris. Morris the monkey. Yeah. Albert, yeah. He's the main... Uh, he's, he's the main... main yeah. He's Your main man, one. right in the middle, yeah. pride of place. If this was the, the mafia, he would be the Don, right? They're moving it on from oh. Albert. <laughs> Who's this one here? This is Buzz. I don't know if you can see Buzz. Buzz? Yeah. 
Got he's him? a spaceman. He's Astronaut. got a space out. He's oh, out. he's a spaceman. Oh, right. yeah. Have you not got one of those things like when you have a big school photo or an army brigade <laughs> where they got the names down the bottom? <laughs> all the... What, what, what we should do? Oh, yeah. This is our newbie. Newbie. <gasps> Who's that? This is Lorraine, but her, her name is Lulu. Lulu. And she's a ballerina. Oh. She arrived a few days ago. Yeah. She's adorable. <laughs> where from? <laughs> Came off eBay. Always off eBay. Really? <laughs> she wasn't too happy because the postman couldn't get her through the letterbox, so she left her behind dustbin. Guys, you guys need to get a new letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember once we spoke to you, one of the monkeys had spent the weekend in a letterbox with no knickers on. And yeah. that was and, uh, Susie. Oh, that was Susie. Susie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. right. Oh, Lulu. So, who, so up on the shelf behind the other ones? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Ian, I think you've got about 80 to get through. <laughs> a bit more than that. You can't yeah. see the tent. Next, oh, yeah. Next, a tent. Lucy here behind me. Um, yeah. Tent in the corner. You can't quite see it. Uh, there's about 50 odd uh, little monkeys in there. <laughs> um, Rod and, Rod and Shard, just as well, just put this in some sort of context. The, the flat there in Bournemouth, which I've been to many times, um, if I told you there's at least 10 lighthouses in there, you'd probably be surprised. I mean, anyone would be surprised at that. If you, you know, this, this, this flat, it's fairly small flat, it's got a load of... How many lighthouses have you got? Is it lighthouses you've got around? Oh. Um, well, I'll be honest, we have got really quite a few lighthouses. We certainly had upwards of 70, 70 80 lighthouses. Yeah. What a lighthouse. What I love about this is that we come, <laughs> you are our monkey correspondents. We come to you because of the monkeys. I, I didn't realise <laughs> that you... Any, any, anyone else, if they had 70 or 80 lighthouses, that would be what you'd know them for. <laughs> I've known, I've known you for years and I had no idea. Yeah, so got all, all different types of... Yeah. Most of them, you put little key, uh, tea light uh, candles oh, in. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Now we've got... We got loads of those, but uh, we, we've sort of pruned down our collection. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we get more monkeys, really. Yeah. We got more monkeys. Yeah. Were you were you slightly worried that seventy or eighty tea lights in lighthouses and one hundred and thirty cuddly monkeys from Hong Kong might be a bad mix? <laughs> you can't get insurance on that. <laughs> <laughs> now look, you two, Vivian. Now let's get let's get to the the all important matter. The last time we spoke to you, yeah, yeah, uh, we were all on lockdown, yeah. and you, we were talking about lockdown restrictions easing, and we were talking about people's plans, and some people were talking about the pubs opening or going back to school, whatever it might be. You are very much in your sight. Was Monkey World opening on the twelfth of April? Yeah. You were going to yeah. go down the night before. Yeah. Now then, what ha our listeners will be wanting to know what happened there. What did you get down there? Well, we, we no. did, but we were a day late, mainly because you had your um your COVID, vaccination. COVID. I remember yes. Barry did he did tell yeah. us that that you were in a bit of a dilemma whether to have your COVID jab or go to the And we 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 sort of tossed and turned and we thought, well should we <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And we had a big debate about it. We did. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have been debating about the vaccination, but I'm not sure if that's ever yeah. been the... Yeah. There is <laughs> the big issue. There is lively debate out there about, about whether to have a vaccine or not, but not usually about whether to go to Monkey World or have the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> 
but we opted we opt <laughs> for your vaccination. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we very, did. Very, very sensible. sensible probably. And then we came down straight after and we went to Monkey World the following day. And we full took of, full of confidence. And we took young Lucy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did oh, you? No, so it was Lucy's turn. Yay! She can't oh. her all the way round. We did. Um, Lucy is the orangutan who's a little yes. bit bigger than yeah, the other she monkeys. Is, yeah. She is. What sort of reaction does Lucy get from the real not ones? Much. Well, this time, not much. Yeah. Mainly because... She's been before. <laughs> the problem was... Uh, <laughs> we have to What go. was it like going... Because you hadn't been there for quite a while. What was it like going back there? It was quite emotional oh, in a funny sort yeah. of way, really. Was it? Yes, we, we, we just sort of love it. It's yeah, great. It nice. And you never know who you're going to bump into. As well. <laughs> who who did you have, bump into, Ian? They <laughs> have quite a few celebrities that sort of go around there as well. Oh, who was there? Who was there this time? Well, not this no, time, no, there was. No, but but pre previously. previously. Um, who have you seen there, there previously? Oh. Brian May from Queen has been there. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. God, he doesn't want to get his hair too near the cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so to nice you to see you all. We'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah right, we'll come and see you. Soon. Yeah, oh, soon. thanks, sorry. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Apes of froth. Now then, you ready for a frothy story? Episode 36, it says the final episode of the series, of series three, before we have a little break for the summer and so on. Uh, here is your first, I know, 36 We've episodes. done 36. We've done 36 of these shitty things. <laughs> uh, here we go, our frothy story, uh, first frothy story of the week. Here we go, listen, uh, listen up. Uh, mortified mum left in stitches Ooh. at daughter's potty mouth. After brutally honest request. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, like the of this already. A mum shared the awkward moment she overheard her daughter request some assistance in the bathroom, leaving people in hysterics at the youngster's forthright manner. <laughs> Children can be so charming, says the article. Children can be so charming, so funny, joyful, and make us laugh out loud. This journalist has really nailed children there, haven't they? They've really, they really got what children... They out can loud. make us laugh out a, loud, a child. Okay. A, a journalist must have some themselves. They must. They must certainly <laughs> seem to know what they're talking about. I certainly can't think of anything They've done else their research. about children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so that's the next line. They can also be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely got kids. <laughs> children can be so charming, so funny, joyful, and make us laugh out loud. They can also be disgusting. <laughs> That's any parent. Uh, and leave... Oh, hang on, we're back to laughter. And leave many of us in stitches with their forthright nature. I'm yeah, in stitches that. right now. I've got stitches in my stomach. You, do you want to tell us about your operation, shall we? Not really. Okay. <laughs> One mum... Sorry, I'll shut up about it. <laughs> One mum left people in stitches. Oh, stitches again, shall we? Yeah, me again. You just had an operation. Hello? Someone's just come out of hospital. Yeah. She had stitches, it's, so don't laugh. It's actually hurting when I laugh. Yeah, don't laugh. But I laugh, yeah, I know. That's why don't. I couldn't do it last time. Don't. Well, that's why you couldn't do the podcast last week. You because got, I couldn't laugh. In case you laughed, your stitches out. What do you mean in case I laughed? I laugh all the time. Yeah, that is true. Isn't it? Yeah. Which is a compliment to you. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> How are yeah. your stitches? Yeah, fine. Good. One <laughs> mum left people in stitches. Are you... Oh, no, we've done that bit. Recently, after sharing a hilarious moment with her daughter, who was in the bathroom alone. So you got the picture. Right. How old is she? I don't know yet. We don't know. We... Okay. I said you got the picture. Right. You clearly... 
You haven't been told that yet. You've got the picture. It's a kid <laughs> having a shit by themselves. <laughs> Barry! Not with, not with kids. It's a red line for me, that, kids and shit. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> of course right. it is. You know that. It's in our vows. What? <laughs> <laughs> was it? No, it wasn't. Our vows was about you... No shitting kids, I said. <laughs> you not buying loads of frozen meat. Yeah, part of, part of our vows were about me not buying any more frozen meat. Part of it was about my red line and shitting kids. Well, no. I mean, it, was, it was unconventional, was... to say the least. <laughs> it was unconventional. It was a beautiful ceremony, wasn't it? Was it was lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The daughter's in the bathroom alone. That's all we know. Right. The right. mum's outside. We don't know how old they are. We don't know what the daughter's doing. Right. Undeterred by societal norms, <laughs> <laughs> she let her mum know exactly what she wanted and why. Right. So the daughter's in there now. She's undeterred by societal norms. Right. (laughs) Okay. Good for her. Mum, Jacqueline Schultz, shared the... (laughs) What? Well, given that the the journalist... I don't think this is a proper journalist. It's hilarious. Look at this. (laughs) Look at that. You know if you were writing a story... I I understand... um, uh, clickbait. I understand the idea of clickbait. So you say that something is... I mean, we use it on the froth, don't we? You know? Yeah. People were in stitches. People were amazed. Barry's mind has been blown by some vaguely surprising fact. We yeah. use it, right? All right. Hyperbole. Yeah. Hyperbole, as you call it, Chuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, speaker. Right? Well, listen to this. If you're the journalist here, you're trying to big up the story, right? Yeah. You say things like, minds were blown. Uh, the, the internet was in stitches. All that oh, like, stuff. look how old this woman looks now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That kind of clickbait stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Mum, Jacqueline Schultz, right, shared the brackets, admittedly quite funny, exchange on TikTok. Admittedly quite admittedly funny. Admittedly quite funny? <laughs> yeah, that's the journalist, shared the brackets, admittedly I quite funny. I think the journalist funny, is having some kind of... on TikTok. I think the journalist is having some kind of... I mean, does it doesn't really make you want to read on, does it? Hang on a minute. It's admittedly quite funny. Right. Oh, everybody was in stitches a minute ago. Yeah. This journalist <laughs> trying to hit a deadline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a word count. <laughs> the video of the exchange, um, admittedly quite funny exchange, uh, which Jacqueline captioned parenting in a nutshell. Did she be- video it? Hmm? She videoed it? Yeah. Oh. She's outside her own... <laughs> toilet video in a, the door with her daughter behind it fucking weird isn't it yeah <laughs> okay the video of the exchange which Jacqueline captioned parenting in a nutshell has been viewed more than three million times since being uploaded right okay here we go we're getting there now we'll soon be soon be at the, uh, the nuts and bolts this better be bloody funny <laughs> this, it's admittedly quite funny this better burst my stitches okay <laughs> <laughs> Split your sides laughing. Oh, yeah. Come on. Hold on to your... Because yeah, you could on, literally not... split your sides I could, laughing. yeah, I know, I did. Where maybe. are your stitches? Hmm? I should know this. Where are they, roughly? All over. All over, <laughs> all my, over. All over my stomach. No, you're not Frankenstein. <laughs> what? He didn't have them in his stomach, did he? Um, uh, all over just my stomach. Crisscrossing your stomach? Yeah. Okay. Well, be careful. Okay. Hold on to them. Because <laughs> you could split them, yeah? Yeah. If you hear, like... Okay. And just switch off, Barry. Stop recording. Yeah. Actually, no. Keep recording. We'll video it. We we'll put it online. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, clickbait. Clickbait. Yeah. yeah. Woman splits her sides. No, literally <laughs> laughing. No, honestly. Uh, in it, her child can be heard shouting. Here we go. 
<laughs> so the daughter's in the toilet. The mum's outside videoing it. Nothing, nothing to see. Nothing unusual so far. My dad always used to film me when I was in the toilet. Through the, sometimes through the window, or a <laughs> hand would come out of the sink with a camera on it. <laughs> One of those old eighties cameras. He'd be hiding in the earring cupboard with a massive eighties camera, Ooh, just filming me on the toilet. Oh yeah. Boundaries. <laughs> well, this. Why is this woman outside the I door filming know. her daughter in the bog? Yeah. In it, a child can be heard shouting, I need freaking toilet paper to wipe my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I need need freaking toilet paper to wipe my ass. (laughs) As Jacqueline breaks down in hysterics, her child helpfully clarifies, my butthole. That is funny. That is funny. How old is she then? Well, admittedly quite funny. Is very funny journalist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Undeterred, the toddler, it says. A toddler? Continues. Ooh, found the freaking toilet paper. <laughs> the is video she, the kid's saying freaking or are you adding freaking? The kid's saying freaking. No, this freaking is... The, 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 That's hilarious. Ooh, found the freaking toilet paper. I need freaking toilet paper to wipe my ass. <laughs> I'm not adding anything here. This is verbatim quotes on the video. One woman commented, I know we shouldn't laugh, but how can you not? Why shouldn't you laugh? i got no you idea. You shouldn't film it. What, what do you think? You think it's been posted up there as a documentary? <laughs> this is Information. What happen- this is Have what happens if you're you? unconstrained by societal norms. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the documentary about societal norms with the woman's toddlers having a shit on the toilet and keeps shouting out about her butthole? Very interesting. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Woman, here's your second frothy story. Woman catches delivery drivers slagging off her hairless cat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, there's a woman, she's at home. She's got one of them apps, you know, them apps where you can have a camera on your doorbell kind of thing. So these drivers, delivery drivers turn up, (laughs) right? Delivery drivers turn up and they start slagging off her hairless cat. 
<laughs> and she sees them. And she how do you know? How does she know? She can hear it. She's got a f***ing <laughs> camera in her doorbell. Yeah, but you can't easily hear people, can you? Just see them. I don't, she must have one with an audio facility. Right. Let's just read the story. The driver's conversation, the del- delivery driver's, right? Mm-hmm. Conversation outside the house backfired as it was recorded. Now, Sean, pay attention to the details here. Recorded on a doorbell camera for the homeowner. You, you okay with that? Yes. Who luckily found their exchange about her sphinx cat hilarious. So she, so she wasn't upset. Right. That's good. Nobody's upset. Nobody was upset in the making of this story. Today's le- lesson, says courtesy of one woman, is never assume that you won't be overheard bad-mouthing someone else. Or in this case, a cat. <laughs> no. All right, kids? Never be... Never assume that you won't be, you won't be overheard if you're slagging off a cat. <laughs> Says Melissa McCormick was left in stitches. Not another oh, one. Hey, you got stitches. <laughs> I know. Why is it with all these women? How are, how are your stitches? They're all right. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm just holding them together. You picked these stories just to upset Sean. Melissa McCormick was left in stitches after reviewing footage of two delivery drivers dropping off her new television. She obviously likes her technology, doesn't she? New television. Well, look, she's got a One doorbell new, and a TV. And a new TV. Well, we well, she's we she's got a doorbell, Barry. We have neither. No, actually, we do, we have neither. <laughs> we have got a TV or a doorbell or a camera doorbell. or even a doorbell. So she does like her technology. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. well, just more than you. If you come round us, you just have to shout Rod, <laughs> and then hope somebody got, turns up. We got dogs. Yeah, we have uh, Rosie. It right. seems the duo wasn't a fan of her grey sphinx cat, who is called Dublin. Who wrote this? A journalist. Is it the same guy? Or girl? So far, I'm on the delivery driver's side. I don't like the idea of this hairless cat myself. I haven't even seen it. But like, how much does that this journalist want to use a different word to describe a hairless cat? What are you trying to say? Well, come on. What? Come on. What? Well, it's obvious. What? (laughs) Just is. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. I don't. Oh, come on. There's only us two here. So that's one of us. <laughs> so in terms of the audience, half of it does, half of Barry, it doesn't. Barry, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Right, come so on. the audience has no what? clue so what you're talking about. So there's an article about a hairless cat. Yes. A woman's hairless cat yeah. is being discussed by oh, workmen. Okay, come on. sorry. I see where you're going with this. Right. Yes. Yeah, but it is about a hairless cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got a fucking picture of it. I don't want to see your picture of it. Hang on. I've got a picture of a hairless cat. You think the drivers are outside going, blah, 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 shave pussy, blah, blah, blah. And you think the journalist has got the wrong end of the idea and put a thing in about a hairless cat. I think it could be an euphemism. But it's, there's a picture of the cat. I don't want to see the picture of the cat. It's not a euphemism, it's a hairless cat. It looks like a French bulldog. It does look like a French bulldog. Put that picture on social media. Well, shall I read on? Yes. Right. Now that we've established that it isn't them talking about her flange outside her doorbell, <laughs> <laughs> they have genuinely seen her hairless cat. <laughs> hairless cat in this story is not a euphemism. Right. Called, called Mrs. Slocum. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. In the next story, I've got delivery Let's drivers go- caught on camera talking talking about a man's pork sword, and <laughs> that sword. that is that is a euphemism. He hasn't pork got a sword. he hasn't got a pork sword. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbour, the neighbour peeking, peeking through the beef curtains. <laughs> oh. oh, I hate that phrase. That one is. That one is. That oh, one it's is. horrific. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Using that in a romantic, romantic setting. 
Look, I knew uh, I knew this this uh, this bloke once, and uh, this is genuine. What he said, what he said. He, he's uh, he'd been off on paternity leave, and uh, and I said to him congratulations and stuff, and was everything okay? It was the most amazing experience of my life. Terry, he was really emotional, and he went, "When that baby's head come out of my wife's growler, and it absolutely, absolutely, oh, my, my stitches, but also oh, no, stitches, completely sincerely, completely sincerely." <laughs> So and that, that baby says. So he just calls it. Yeah. That. Peter, my wife's grandma. That's what grandma. he calls it in a, in a beautiful moment. Sean's yeah. <laughs> holding her. Sean's holding her sides. You know. Yeah. She's literally holding literally her sides. Holding she's my got side. stitches. Yeah. As we know. Well, this is really about a hairless cat. Okay. okay. The men are discussing her hairless cat. Right. She's got one. Okay. Yeah. Well, who hasn't? <laughs> 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 you? <laughs> Stop my stitch. Honestly, my stitches. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Rosie, don't you get involved, Rosie's Rosie. trying to lick your stitches. Oh my oh. god. Oh Rosie, get down. Not oh, now. Rosie, oh, not now, darling. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh, so the delivery drivers. <laughs> yeah. So they're outside and they didn't like the cat. And it was all captured in HD, high definition, for Melissa, she likes her technology, to watch on her doorbell camera. She shared the awkward video on TikTok, where else? Oh, where it has racked up hundreds of thousands of views. In the video, she wrote, where the delivery guy compares... Oh, right, here we go. Ah, oh, OK, so this is what the delivery guy said. So she put the video up of the recording from her doorbell yeah. of two delivery drivers outside her house delivering something and slagging off her hairless cat. Right. It says, in the video, she titled it, When the Delivery Guy Compares His Shaved Balls to Your Hairless Cat. <laughs> <laughs> that took a twist I wasn't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> one of the men points at the poor hairless cat, called Dublin, before the other one says, Yuck. <laughs> After knocking on the door, one of the men asks, how do people hold those cats, man? It's disgusting, bro. Before joking, they look like my balls when I shave. <laughs> <laughs> now, your third frothy story. A terrified woman returns home to find mutant potatoes have taken over her flat. <laughs> Donna Pore. What? That's her name. <laughs> right. Donna Pore says she was left terrified by a strange shape lurking in her kitchen after returning to her flat for the first time in three months due to coronavirus restrictions. When coronavirus lockdown restrictions were announced, Donna Pore... She sounds like a, she sounds like a, a, a pizza from a cheap like, takeaway. <laughs> yes. Ooh, Two Donna Pore's, please. On a... <laughs> like... and you know what it is? It's a, it's a pizza that, from one of those places that also does kebabs, and it's the pizza with kebab meat. When coronavirus lockdown restrictions were announced, Donna Pore wasted no time in fleeing her home to spend quarantine with her boyfriend on the other side of town. Fleeing. Probably took a hairless cat. I take issue with fleeing. Yes. <laughs> Among the belongings she left behind as she hurriedly relocated was a simple bag of potatoes. 
A simple bag of potatoes. Yeah. You don't want to put them in complicated bags. Among the belongings she left behind. So she's so she's high tailored. So coronavirus lockdowns uh, restrictions lockdown restrictions have been lifted and she's gone, right, I'm getting over the other side of town to see my boyfriend. Yeah. Leaving behind a simple bag of potatoes that she'd picked up from the local shop. Yeah. And it says here, just in case anybody was wondering what she was intending to do with them, it says she'd picked them up from the local shop with the intention of cooking them for dinner. I mean, every part of that sentence, like, she got them from a shop. Okay, well, I wasn't imagining that she was going straight direct to the farmer. No, yeah. Local shop. Yeah, local shop, and she was going to eat them. Okay. Yeah. Cook them. I'm up to speed. She didn't give them a second thought. You well, you wouldn't, would you? And she happily passed the time with her boyfriend. Not in a global I mean, pandemic. I'd be disappointed <laughs> if I was with my girlfriend first time after lockdown. If you were Donna and then you said, boyfriend. Penny for your thoughts while you were <laughs> making love. And she said, making what? what? Just thinking about this simple bag of potatoes I left earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just pulls away from a passionate kiss. What's, <laughs> What's up, love? Oh, I, just, I left these potatoes in a simple bag. Of Rosie, yeah. will you get them? I got, I got them from the local shop, you know. I got them from the local shop. With, uh, why? I was going to cook them for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and again, Donna Pora is just caught staring into space thinking about <laughs> the potatoes she bought three months ago. <laughs> yeah. You all right, well, she, Donna? Well, she should yeah, have I'm been. all right, actually. She should have been, but apparently... You're not thinking about them potatoes again, are you? You know, Donna, just don't worry about it. I mean, I'm sure COVID is going to clear up. Can you up just focus on the sex, Donna, please? they found... <laughs> Look at me. Donna, they found a vaccine. <laughs> They've discovered a... <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> right. She didn't give them a second thought. She happily passed the time with her boyfriend before returning to the flat in Caen in France. Um, when she opened the door, she was terrified by the unassuming bag of spuds, which had grown metre-long pink tentacles and reached out to every corner of her small flat. There they are. Hang on, how what? small is it? If it was a, a metre, if they were a metre. look at <laughs> that. Flipping it is, out. I mean, it is a small flat. You would be yeah. scared. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. I that. remember when I first discovered that potatoes did that, and oh, I shat no. myself. Yeah, I don't know. They're horrible. Look at that. It's like something out of a science fiction film. A science fiction film. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go on to make that comparison. When I was about <laughs> eight years old, I kept... My grandfather grew uh, Pembrokeshire potatoes, and I found them really cute, because they are quite cute, aren't they, baby potatoes? Yeah. And I kept one in a drawer, thinking, that's really cute, I'm going to keep it. And then Is I opened. Going anywhere, this story. <laughs> yeah, I opened the drawer and uh, yeah, it had sprouted tentacles, and I was shit. I shat myself because I had no idea potatoes did that. All right. Were they meter long pink tentacles? No. Just tiny little white ones. About yeah. half a centimetre. Still a shark. Yeah. Do, you know what's, do you know what's amazing? You go. <laughs> oh, so it's still a shark. Thirty-six episodes uh, of the of the froth, and you know, looking at various news stories from across the world and we've had three potato based stories uh, yeah yeah that's true and what's amazing is, is that we haven't heard that one from sean before no yeah <laughs> because i actually believe that one i don't th- <laughs> that sean <laughs> left a potato in a drawer and opened it up and it had a, a little white sprouty no it, it was quite long one of those ones you just peel off with your finger when it's no it was quite long <laughs> how long like it was properly... here we go <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, well, I Sean's have to lie. Lies. I have to lie to get any attention. I can see why you lie now, because most of your stories are, I put a potato in a drawer, I open the drawer again, there's a little white bit sticking out of it, and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to have to spice this oh, up. And the man, then, Sean's lies. You have a bloody tattoo of a potato on your shoulder. That's true. Of course you do, yeah. That's of true. course he does. Of course I do. Yeah. Nobody knows why. Anyway. So she gets back to her flat in Caen in Normandy in France. She hasn't been there for three months. She's been with her boyfriend. As the light was off and shutters down, it's France, remember? 
Yeah. I didn't realise that it was the potatoes, so she just sees these pink... Th- it was only after opening the shutters, it's France, remember, that I took note of this extraordinary sight. I was terrified at first. It is af- horrible. Yeah, it's bad. Well, I remember your one with the, when it happened in your drawers. You Awful. weren't there. No, I know, but... I was terrified at first, but after realising what it was, I laughed a lot and shared a video of the plant on Snapchat. Oh, my God. Everyone's on social media these days. Look at, look at that. Look at the shoots forcing themselves through the seals of the kitchen. Oh, it's weird. Ooh. It's really yeah, weird. Oh, it is, isn't, isn't it? it? I don't yeah. like it. I don't it. like it. My friends couldn't stop laughing. They found the whole situation unbelievable. <laughs> Photos show the huge shoots to have pierced through the seal of the kitchen worktops, falling to the floor below, wrapping themselves around a broom. What? Yeah. She got home and they were doing the housework, it says. <laughs> like Fantasia. <laughs> wrapping themselves around a broom and even reaching up to her television to try and change channels. <laughs> Donna said it took her hours. This is Donna Paul, right? Donna said it took her hours to completely remove the potato and its army of runaway shoots. But not before sharing a photo to Twitter. Christ, Snapchat, Twitter, she's all over it. The images have <laughs> racked up more than 194,000 likes and 60,000 retweets. As others say, the rogue vegetable has left them scared. Despite the traumatic ordeal, Donna says it hasn't been enough to put her off eating potatoes in the future. It is weird, though, isn't it? That is a brave woman. But it is weird. It makes you think whether they've got an agenda. No, it doesn't. What, the potatoes? <laughs> yeah. Well, they... It does, love. To go, to go through, like, kitchen units. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't think of veg as having an agenda. No, I, I think there's a reasonable reason for that. Isn't there? What is it? <laughs> lack of sentience. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. I don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) The shoots had fixed in place in the joints and were difficult to remove. I ended up having to cut some of the shoots out with scissors and I had to fill in the holes they made. I replanted the potatoes in my vegetable patch. Don't bloody replant it. Get rid of it. (laughs) And today they're growing once again. I'm eager to see what will come out of the ground. Potatoes. So, which of those? Those are your free, three frothy stories. You've got the woman's hairless cat. You've got the... Uh, What's that mean? <laughs> you know what that means. Uh, you've got the woman and the hairless cat story. You've got the uh, the woman terrified by the mutant potatoes. Or you've got the... Uh, hey, I need some freaking toilet paper to wipe my butthole. <laughs> my ass, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Need, need in toilet they're paper, mu- they're too. sort of much of a. I'd maybe go potatoes because I they're sort of do, they're just sort of doing what's they're biologically supposed to do. <laughs> they are doing what they're biological. But is it less of a story than a toddler shouting through a bathroom door? I need some toilet paper. I mean, as news goes. <laughs> yeah, as, as news. Well, I mean, as news. I'm goes. actually quite shocked by that potato one. Okay. I'd be terrified that, if that. If we can't decide, let's imagine this: you turn on the TV tonight. Okay, your news of choice. BBC, CNN, could be Sky, could be Al Jazeera. The leading story <laughs> is about a kid who's in the toilet shouting for toilet paper. Okay? Now you ch- switch channels, right? Got Channel 4 News, right? Sky, could be anything, right? And there's a story about a woman returning from her flat after three months with her boyfriend in court and finding some mutant potatoes, right? Or then you turn over 
Or you switch on you switch on the radio, non radio four, whatever it is, or world service, whatever you listen to. Right? Could be a, other channels are available. There's a story about a woman's hairless cat and the delivery drivers being nasty about it. Which one of those would you be most surprised by? If someone said which story we've got, we've got quotes, or you know, we're going to go to a report of each one. I'd probably be most interested in hearing a delivery man go, "Oh, that cat looks like my balls." (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I'm ruling that out as the frothiest. You you, you don't think that's the frothiest? No, no. I think maybe the toddler one. Yeah. Because the potato one, I would be interested actually. Because I'd want to see, like, you're you're right, Barry. I can't believe we look. You're in. Okay, I'm your editor. Mm-hmm. You two, young journalists. I want to see a young, nice ambitious journalists. Other potatoes and how they've. Actually- young, ambitious journalists, you two. Right? Sean, you've had an operation, so bear that in mind. Right? <laughs> Barry's. Right. You're young, ambitious journalists. I'm your editor. I say, go out there and get me a goddamn story. <laughs> he said, I've. Where are the editor of? And then. <laughs> Come on, the journal. <laughs> which. Which one? Which story are you going to follow up? Thinking this is the big story: the potatoes. terrified woman returning home to find a meat and potatoes, a toddler on the toilet who hasn't got any toilet paper, or a woman's hairless cat that looks a bit like a driver driver deliveries driver's balls. The potato one. I'd go for the for the balls. So, uh, so the frothiest by default. So the frothiest is the kid. By a process of elimination, whichever way you come at this, the kid in the to- in the toilet without any toilet paper needing to wipe its butthole. Is the frothiest story. (laughs) There's your winner. Congratulations. (laughs) Uh, Now then, that is the end of the series, the end of the series three. Thank you very much for listening. That is 36 episodes uh, down. Uh, Have you enjoyed this series, Sean Harris? Yes. Have you enjoyed this series, Barry Castagnola? Very much so. So, uh, what are we all up to? We're having a little break now for a little while before we start uh, a series four later in the year. So, we'll have a little break. Uh, Barry, what are you up to during the break? Uh, I am. Um, uh, I've been sort of writing and uh, producing a Radio 4 sitcom that's coming out in, in June, middle of middle of June, 6.30, called Unite. Middle uh, of June, 6.30? Uh, yeah, I think it's a, sorry, it's a Wednesday. And so, look out for that. <laughs> it goes out the, around the middle of June. Uh, is it six thirty? Is at it six thirty precisely? Wednesday, Wednesday <laughs> Radio Four f- from about the sixteenth or twenty third of June, six thirty. It's Radio very 4. good. I've heard a sneaky peek. It's very good. Chance you had a sneaky peek. A What's sneaky it called, peak. Barry? It's called Unite. Unite, yes. Unite uh, and it's with uh, it's got Mark uh, Mark Steele, Elliot Steele, Steele. Ivor Skinner, Ivor Graham, Kevin Eldon, Simon Kevin Eldon, Susanna Fielding, and many more. Susanna Fielding and many, many more. Listen out for that, Radio 4 Unite. Uh, That is Barry's written and produced sitcom coming up. Sean Harris, what are you up to apart Uh, from recovering (laughs) from your operation? I am. I've written my first ever um, pilot, sitcom pilot, which I'm going to be, yes, uh, working on. And uh, I'm also in Welcome Strangers, which is uh, the third series of Welcome Strangers, which is a comedy sketch show on uh, BBC Radio Wales. When does that start? I don't know. Soon. Okay, good plugs. These are good, solid plugs. So if if you find yourself... I am working on something. I am working on something. Um, um, I am working on a second series for Comedy Central of Rod Gilbert's Growing Pains, where I interview uh, comedians and uh, presenters and various famous faces uh, about being a teenager, the trials and tribulations, the adolescent arseps and juvenile japes uh, of being a teenager, um, which was great fun, the first series last year, which went out, uh, we recorded it last year and it went out in January. We are now recording a bumper 12-episode second series I'm recording it in a few weeks' time. No idea when it goes out. 
out. So if you find yourself at a loose end <laughs> some point in the future, our best guess at the moment for Barry's is June 6.30. John, no idea. Me, no idea. But if you are at a loose end... <laughs> Watch out for those things. <laughs> that is the end of Series 3. It is done and dusted for another series. Uh, thanks very much to our special guest and producer, Barry Castagnola, and all our special guests and contributors over the course of the series. Brian and Sarah, of course, our animal consultants. We've had Merrill, our Bradley Walsh consultant. We have got Apes of Froth, uh, Barry's mum, and Ian, our monkey correspondents. Uh, thank you to the amazing Josh Phillips, creator of the new Froth theme tune with brass by Johnny Thurkle. Don't forget, you can contact us at the Froth Podcast where you'll get extra frothy content including unseen bits and exclusive behind the scenes videos don't forget you can also contact us at the exciting new email facility our email address is hello at thefrothpodcast.com and if you enjoyed this nonsense don't forget to like and subscribe rate us at five stars catch up on all 36 episodes across the three series that are available in all the usual places spread the word and tell your friends this podcast was a Flan Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.